Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Then down the stretch they come. Social Studies to kick off the 9 o'clock hour every day with Sarah Cazell. we go through our uh, our Twitter happenings. Hi, Sarah. Woo-hoo! Hey. Don't act like you're excited to be here. I'm not. (laughs) Before we get started, let's encourage once again all our listeners to send pictures of puppies and flowers. Have you been getting any, Sarah? Happy content to Sarah Cazell, who should be off on her honeymoon today. Yesterday, her husband came down very ill, and they had to put their honeymoon on hold. And so here, she, after a good cry, here she is back forging along, right? Yes. So let yes. her know we're here for And her. get well, Jordan. Thank right. you. Yes, definitely that. He's he's hurting today. So. Yeah. Jordan, that honeymoon's going to cost you a little bit more when it does happen. Now. There's <laughs> going to be a right. price to be paid for this. Right. It's a premium. Right. I don't want exactly. you to feel guilty, but also right. you might <laughs> feel a little bit guilty. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, we definitely want him to feel better very soon. Very, very soon. What, Vince? You sounded like you had something say, to say there. Your stance would be like, I, ho- I just hope you're better, but this is going to cost you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. You're going to be hurting in more than one way. No, we definitely hope that he gets better soon and that we can go on that dang yeah. honeymoon soon. No doubt. Uh, but yes, thank you for all of the puppies and dogs that you have sent my way via Twitter today. <laughs> Very much appreciate it. All of your dogs are beautiful and perfect. Thank you for sending them. Keep doing it. Uh, we are on Twitter as a show at Bickley underscore Murata, and we use that every single day to do social studies, which is what we are diving into right now. Actually, let's start out on J.J. Watt's Twitter account. He posted this video yesterday uh, in the weight room, Kyler Murray standing behind him. But, 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 but. But, but, but. Okay, so that's J.J. Watt very sarcastically being like, oh, but he's right here. He's working out. Don't worry about Kyler Murray and this contract extension situation. Uh, Okay, point point made, J.J. Watt. We're asking right now, how do you guys feel about the Kyler contract situation? These three options. I feel better than a few weeks ago. Things have kind of smoothed out a little bit. I feel worse than a few weeks ago. The price tag keeps going up. Or I feel the same as a few weeks ago about the I, I feel better. I do. The fact that he's actually here working out, it'd be very, very difficult for him to, to, to act the way he's acted the last week and then suddenly not show up yeah. when it's time to show up. That would be a really bad look. Oh, yeah. So something's changed. I don't know what it is, but something has changed for the better, and, and that's where I would vote. I would have to vote better, too, slightly better, but... Look, for our audience right now that might be doubting all of this, um, there's reason to doubt it. Attendance at the place you work doesn't necessarily mean you're happy with the place you work. <laughs> I think we could all relate to yeah, that. That's to relatable. Degree. That's relatable. I mean, not me personally. No, me oh, obviously personally. not. No, definitely not me. But I'm just talking about most, most people. Right. Yeah. No, I've definitely been there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got to go to this place again. Yeah. <sighs> Yes, uh, I voted for I feel better than a few weeks ago as well. But the leading vote getter right now is 52% going to same as a few weeks ago. Same as it ever was. Now, we don't know if those people were upset or if those people thought this was nothing. But 52% have not changed their minds about however they do feel. Okay. 45% are with us saying we feel better about the, the situation now than we did a few weeks ago. 3% say they feel worse than they did a couple weeks ago. Gabriel Vial- Vialba 
Vialba, there we go. He says he feels worse specifically with a money standpoint because he's just going to demand more. But it is good reassurance in the sense of a quarterback security leading into the upcoming season. Robert Trusty says, I'm over it. Holding fans hostage over money is this game and I refuse to play. Fair. And then uh, JJ go fast with this. It's just a world with too much access for its own good. Basically, most of what fans worry about is perception and not real. I grew up with Tommy Kramer, the former NFL quarterback, on his second DUI after hitting on everyone's wife at the party. That drama was real. Wow. <laughs> Fair enough, JJ Go Fast. Fair enough. Uh, a few segments ago, sticking in the NFL, but zooming out now, a few segments ago, you guys covered all of the wide receivers on the move in this offseason and uh, specifically mentioned Matt LaFleur, the Packers coach, saying how tough personally it was uh, seeing Devontae Adams go away on a trade. Of these four receivers, who will have the biggest impact on their new team? Is it Devontae mm-hmm. Adams going to the Raiders? Uh, or the Radiers, as our Twitter poll says. Is it <laughs> Radiers? Is it. Yeah, it's French, I believe. That's right. Uh, is it Tyree Kill with the Dolphins now? Is it Allen Robinson to the Rams? Or Arizona's own Christian Kirk now with the Jaguars? Biggest impact on their new team? I think this is a pretty easy one. Do you? Yeah. I, think, you it, I think it's Devontae Adams. It's Devontae Adams or Tyree Kill. It's one of the two. That's precisely what our poll results yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, it's why, probably close. Why not Allen? Why not Christian Kirk? That's a good question. I, I think Allen Robinson is a really good wide receiver, but he's not on the level of Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill. He's not that far off, but he's not at that level. And and Christian Kirk with the Jaguars, I just I, I don't think they're going to impact much with anybody next year. Yeah, Allen Robinson's a really good pickup, um, but Cooper Cup's the guy there that makes that offense go. Um, so he's going to step into that Robert Woods role since he's gone now. Christian Kirk, he got paid, and until we see success on the field, with and this is not personal to him, this is the Jacksonville Jaguars question. Uh, does he make that team that much better next year? I think they'll be better than they were, but yeah, yeah. for me it's Devontae Adams. He's, he's the top receiver in football. Yeah. 65% of our voters agree. 65% say Devontae Adams will have the biggest impact on his new team. Tyreek Hill gets 23% of the vote, 7% for Christian Kirk, 6% for Allen Robinson. And then finally, as Bick alluded to at the top of this segment and the top of the show, I am not on a beach right now on my honeymoon. No. I am here with my other three favorite guys. Oh, right? yeah, like it, like right? it. Boo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but we are asking, what is the biggest blessing in disguise of your life? As Vic mentioned at the top of the show, a very, a, a truly lovely sentiment that hopefully something positive comes out of this and we can have an experience on our delayed honeymoon that we wouldn't have had the first time around. So we are going to choose to sit in that positivity. Yes, that's where you go with that. Yes. And in this question, biggest blessing in disguise of your life, something that you thought was bad and ended up being great. Um. I, once upon a time earlier in my career, was very, very close to taking a job with a national radio network that was based in Chicago to the point where I had the contract in my hand and signed and ready to fax back. That's how long ago this was. Wow. 
um, decided to uh, sit down with my boss who said, nope, that ain't happening. We're not losing you. So I had to tell the guy in Chicago, hey, I'm not coming. Uh, and the show that I would have been joining, I think, lasted about nine months before they got blown out. So, oh. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. What yeah. about you, Vic? Uh, a man of many life experiences. Yeah, I would say maybe maybe when I made um, a, a very difficult decision to say no to the New York Times. And the reaction I received from the people at the New York Times was one of just utter aghast. Yeah. Nobody says no yeah. to the you? New York Times. Do you? Who we you are? Buy Bushwood? <laughs> hey, and, maybe I'll buy this and, dumb book. And, and in retrospect, and I, I struggled with that for the for many, many years. Like, did I? But I just didn't feel living in New York. It just wasn't something I wanted to do. Yeah. Even though this that was the all-time great resume job. Yeah. The job itself wasn't that great. It was covering the nets and, and basically being GA. Uh. And... and <laughs> It was a tough thing, and and had that not happened, I wouldn't be here with you beautiful people. How about that? Are you going to boo him too, Vince? At all, we're boo. (laughs) And you don't get to play mustache, not a mustache, the New York Times. Right. You'd you'd be stuck playing Wordle every day. Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Although, if we we were doing it in New York, maybe the New York Times would have bought mustache, not a mustache. Ah, I'd be a millionaire right now. That's right. It's true. Or at least a hundred air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What would that be like? Uh, Would be nice. Something to aspire to. Absolutely. Uh, Some of our listener responses, biggest blessing in disguise. How about this one from Clutch? Had a lot of unhappy marriages. He was served divorce papers on his birthday. He says that led to me moving to Phoenix and now being married to the love of my life. Oh, worked out. Ouch. Cold-hearted ex-spouse right there. Rachel H. says, Every time I've been fired from a job, it was always the universe kicking me out of a situation I was too scared to leave myself. Oh. Yep, that's real. The next job always paid better, makes me a ton happier, and introduces me to a person that becomes a game changer in my life. That's great. Love that. Love that guy. Love Love that that girl. (laughs) One last one from Cheese Doodle Dad. What is up? Come on, Vinny! Nothing? You guys got it. All okay. Right. Well, I thought I it was don't. phenomenal. <laughs> Cheese Doodle Dad, uh, in quotation marks. Hey, son, I know you just finished your first year of college, but your dad lost his job. We're all moving to Phoenix, but you get to listen to Bickley and Murata Mornings <laughs> in about 13 years with the Alonzo Morning gift that's like the wait, bad, sad, good, what? That's a good one. Uh, let's see. Any Lots other of. Ones? Uh, it's a it's in, a lot of people who looking inward today found yes. happiness in their second job or their second marriage That's yeah. right. relationship. Yeah. Uh, guys, JGM Funkmeister. Oh, our friend works in the music business. He's a literal funk meister. No wonder. He says I got fired from my dream job in the music biz, only to find another one that paid me in real money, not just promos and backstage passes. <laughs> yeah, we'll call that an upgrade. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Employers that don't want to play, pay you are, are probably to be avoided. All right. Well. Talking to you, New York Times. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think you could throw a couple names out there, too, Vinny. Oh. Yeah. I don't can. get you started. I yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reflect during the yeah. uh, break. Right. Thank yeah. you, Sarah. Yeah, thank Thanks, you, everybody, Sarah. for chiming in on social yes. studies at Pickley underscore Murata. We do it every morning at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, are we on the verge of a miraculous comeback? In the world of sports, 
All signs pointing to yes right now. We'll get into it next. Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata Mornings. We are eight days away from round yeah. one of a tradition like none other. Hello, friends. The master. Yeah. Back in, uh, well, back on, on schedule, mm-hmm. should be regular, regularly attended after they had, you know, the 2020 Masters in November of that year. Uh, but Tiger Woods is still on the list of participants. And you got giddy during yesterday's show, I Dick. Uh, you were tracking flights over there. <laughs> <laughs> I was tracking somebody who was tracking Tiger Woods. Uh, and not only did Tiger Woods, as you said on the air, his plane was circling over Augusta. He landed. And he landed. He, he played a full 18-hole practice yeah. round with Justin Thomas and his son, Charlie. Uh-huh. I don't know how he did. There was one observer anonymously who said he looked fine to me. Yeah. All right. Here, here, let me tell you a couple things about Augusta National, which is what makes this interesting. Okay. Number one, Augusta National is not a PGA Tour sanctioned event. Yes. It, it's, it's a standalone. It basically is what it's always been, and that is a club championship. That's what, the way it was formed. When, when this tournament was created, this was Bobby Jones' attempt at, at creating, a, bringing in all the best golfers and having a club championship. And that's really what it remains. So for the early years when I used to cover the Masters, if you, if you participate and win in the Masters, you have a lifetime invite. There used to be all these old dudes, guys like Gay Brewer and uh, other names that you would, who were like in their 70s, and they show up on Thursday and they play, mm-hmm. and they could barely move, but it was part of the scenery. So Tiger Woods has got an open invite to come and play this tournament, and, and it, it's also, it can also be seen as low pressure, because if he comes and plays around and can't deal with it, he can peace out, and it's like nothing ever, it wouldn't be major news, because that's the way it works at Augusta. Yeah. All right. Now, the other thing about Augusta National, that you don't know on television is, A, how green the course is, but more importantly, how hilly the golf course is. When you get there in person, you're like, whoa. In other words, it's not the easiest golf course to walk. Uh-huh. That's what Tiger Woods is going to have to be able to do. He's going to have to be able to walk this golf course. Now, will he be able to get to that point? He's clearly trying his hardest to get there, which to me is something. Especially in a year when there's all this weirdness about Phil Mickelson. And Phil Mickelson has got, for whatever's going on with Phil, there's an upcoming deal with Phil that is that everybody in golf is looking at. Yeah. The PGA Championship, which Phil famously won at the age of 50 last year. Mm-hmm. He's the defending champion. If he doesn't show up for that, that would be quite something. Yeah, I don't know where that's being held, but I'm pretty sure it's not in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's just nothing but rumor and weirdness and and stuff about Phil Mickelson. So Tiger coming into this Masters would would feel really nostalgic and good. It's the place to do it. It is. um, And I think you bring up an interesting point, too, about, hey, show up, play as much as you can. Maybe we get an unbelievable story at the end of a weekend. Mm -hmm. For Tiger Woods completing, you know, making the cut and completing four rounds of golf. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, you know, hey, I'm planting the seed on coming back. I wanted to do it here. Uh, I'm not ready to go yet. And you do withdraw after a round. Nothing, yeah. nothing ventured, nothing lost. Yeah. It's amazing. He is about to try 
to make his second or third comeback of his career Isn't it after just finally completing his previous comeback when he won the mm-hmm. Masters yeah. after all those years of trying to come back from injury and, and yeah. the bad publicity yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And now he's tr- all over again. Well, and, he, and it's not just anyone. It's it's the greatest golfer of all time trying to do this. And, and the greatest television draw the sport has ever seen. And, and, and that's what's really, really important to the tour here. And also, you, it, Tiger Woods nearly died in that car wreck. The, oh, the, I remember the, when the it, people who investigated it said, he's lucky he's alive. They were they were worried they might have to amputate one of his legs at one point. Yeah, and even after, you know, that it all passed, they were worried he wasn't going to walk again. Yeah, so yeah. just hurdle after hurdle after hurdle that he's cleared. And, and we're, we're thirteen months removed from that, by the way. That's unbelievable. Yeah, if I were January. a betting man, and and this you talk about regrets, I, I I'm kicking myself for not wagering at that point in time. Of Tiger Woods winning a major again because yeah. the odds you could have gotten would be astronomical. Oh, and and from a guy who has covered Tiger Woods, everything about having to rehab from surgery, some guys can do it, some guys can't. Tiger Woods is perfectly suited for that kind of mental challenge. Is is Tiger Woods the most important athlete to their sport of all time? That's a good question. I, I, maybe it might you might be onto something you might there. be onto something here. I mean, you could make arguments for others. Wayne Gretzky and <laughs> hockey. hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. There were that's other stars at the time, mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson in baseball. Yeah, that's well, a good okay, one. yes, for different reasons, yeah. for sure. Right, like a comparable one. But it's not, it would be Floyd Mayweather because there's no other star, you know not, maybe not now but like a few years ago right because there was no other stars in boxing and his fights were the only ones that drew which but even why? then I mean it didn't lift a, up the whole sport no, like Tiger what, did you felt I always felt like what did I do? after I watched the Floyd Mayweather fight I'm like what did I just do of course <laughs> I could have I could have done anything else that would have been more entertaining than that right. Watch a guy mm-hmm. dance around for twelve rounds and not get hit. Ooh, right. that's fun. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, uh, so you would say maybe Babe Ruth because no, he revolutionized I, I, the game. I, I but, think Tiger Woods is your answer. Yeah. But Babe Ruth was was the most popular in in the time when the sport was extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiger, not Babe Ruth. It might have been somebody else who would have taken that you know meteoric rise statistically to change the way the baseball was played. A, Tiger Woods came around at a time where golf it wasn't in the healthiest of, of shape. Golfers he, weren't in the healthiest right, shape. Right, exactly. And since Tiger's... Why you got to talk about Craig Statler that way? Yeah. And since Tiger's <laughs> right, fall... Right, Duffy Waldorf. <laughs> Tiger's peak ended, what would you say, at this point now? Like almost... Has it been 10 years? His peak was what? The 08, 09 U.S. Open that he won in San Diego on one leg? You remember that? So that in, would have been that would have been peak tight. Essentially, in the last decade, mm-hmm. all go- golf has tried to do is find the next star, and there's been nobody that could be consistent. And it's just fell. On, it's fallen out of the. The only time it's ever talked about is when there's like weirdness. Yeah, after, true. When, when Tiger Woods came back to the to golf after the whole, you know, Elon Nordegren, Perkins, Wait, all that stuff. Didn't he come back at Augusta? Augusta, Augusta was his. Kind of a sanctuary. I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so this is uh, this is how bummed will you be if he does if he decides not to play? I, I, I'll be bummed. I, I'm really on the hook for this thing. I, I just yeah. I've I've never been one who's hated on Tiger Woods. I've always just been riveted by him. The is question that, is that a block off the entire weekend? I'm just watching golf. The Masters was, yeah. was it already going to be? Though? I am. I am. What a dork! What a <laughs> golf what dork! A dork. That <laughs> bottle opener necklace yeah. ready. I am Let's go. Such a dork on Masters weekend. The question will be. Will Tiger Woods allow himself to just be a good story? Yeah, it's true. Or will he only play if he thinks he could actually like win? Yeah. Well, it depends. Do you want to start the story now and finish it later? I mean, again, is this the intro to the great story or yeah. is this the great story? He wins by 10 strokes and then never mm-hmm. plays again. <laughs> yeah. Now, wouldn't that be something? You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, Suns. Starting to bubble up a little bit. What's this? National respect? Oh, no. We'll get into it next. It's Bickley Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. On this Ask Dragon Wednesday, I yes, think we've done is. a pretty good job not yeah. dragging ass today. No, I think we've been good. We've been firing hot from the tip, and we've been good to go. All right. We'll see ya. Final half hour of the show, if we can keep this thing rolling. Let's start on ArizonaSports.com for today's poll question. Speaking of rolling, hot, let's go, Phoenix Suns. What do you think is more likely, guys? Devin Booker makes first team All-NBA or Mikkel Bridges wins Defensive Player of the Year? I'm going to vote the top one. Devin Booker makes first team All-NBA. Qualifies for the super max and is a very happy guy. Ooh, get that money. Get that money. I. I mean, I don't think either one of them is very likely. But if I had to pick between the two, I would probably pick that first one as okay. well. Same. Placing a vote for it. Yeah. It is close. What was that? Were you going to say something? What I was going to say was that while he might not finish in the top five in MVP. There not, might not be any two guards that finish ahead of him. So in true. that way, he might be mm. more likely to make you know all NBA than that you think. True. That's yep. Uh, that said, it is super close in the voting right now on ArizonaSports.com. Fifty-one percent say Book makes first team all NBA. Forty-nine percent think it's more likely that Mikkel Bridges is the Defensive Player of the Year. All right, it is close. You can sway the voting right now. Yeah, you can. The Sanderson Ford poll question on ArizonaSports.com. Suns Day. Brought to you by Four Peaks Wow Wheat. On the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. 98.7 FM. Arizona's sports station. Suns Day with Pickley and Murata. He, he gets the respect from his team, and he gets respect from the players around the league. I, I hear from guys around the league. And when I do catch a tweet on Hoops Hype, it's always someone talking about Book being in that conversation and being one of the best players in the league. I'm going to see Kyrie Irving, and uh, I'm going to see Devin Booker. You like Book's game? Book, my favorite player in the NBA. Monty Williams, head coach of the Suns, talking about the respect league-wide for Devin Booker, and that was a little sampling of that respect. Uh, Shannon Sharp uh, on his, uh, what's the name of that podcast? The Shea Shea podcast? Uh, we're talking to Damian Lillard of the Portland mm-hmm. Trailblazers. And the question was, if as a consumer, if you and your wife are going to sit courtside, who are you watching? He said Kyrie Irving and Devin Booker. 
Uh, followed it up by what you heard there. Devin Booker's my favorite player in the league. But, of course, Shannon Sharp uh, focused on the Kyrie Irving. Yeah. But, still, there's been a lot of respect. Now it's Damian Lillard, who's always been very supportive of Devin Booker. Uh, John Morant. Kyrie Irving's been supportive of Devin Booker in this MVP category. Yep. If you even go back to the All-Star break, mm-hmm. the first reserve picked in the All-Star draft, Devin Booker was the first off the board. So it is starting to bubble up later than probably it needed to. Yeah. But uh, the, the respect level for Devin Booker certainly and the Phoenix Suns has grown. It's not where it needs to be, yeah. but it has grown. I I think there's a reason for that. I think that very, very early on, Devin Booker has just got a vibe about him, and, and it's it's not just old school. He's just mature beyond his years. He's exactly the opposite of Kyler Murray. Exactly the opposite. And so people talk about that. They said that a few years ago. He's got an old soul. Um, the way he, he knew about the son's legacy, the way he refers to the organization. There's just something very wise about Devin Booker, given his age. And, and I think th- that also comes off as being very hardcore. It's You're not a, a, a frenzied mess. Well, I mean... And when you consider the the trajectory of his seven years in the league and in in Phoenix with the Suns, it was evident very early on to a lot of people that Devin Booker was the real deal. That he could play in this league. The team's success did not follow. He was not surrounded by the pieces that he needed to be surrounded by to have that success. But you know, more common in today's NBA is those players they'll give it a few years where they're at. Mm-hmm. You know what? This isn't working. Yeah, I want to go somewhere where I can be maximized and mm-hmm. I can compete for championships. And Devin Booker went against that grain. Yeah, and that's a hardcore mentality too. You think? Uh, all right, let, let, let's say Zion Williamson returns next year uh, for for his uh, what that would be his fourth season in New Orleans. Didn't play this year. Well, there's uh, rumblings he might come back uh, this year. Yes. I mean, he did dunk between his legs on video. I only saw it but, but, six billion but, but, times. Yeah. Yes, and it wasn't that impressive. Please continue. Um, Wait, like an Oreo dunk? <laughs> oh, you're getting me hungry. Yeah. Um, I love Oreos. <laughs> you and me both. Oh, let's go. But that's about the window now. You know, it's not working in New Orleans. I'm not real happy here. Mm-hmm. I'm a Zion Williams, and I'm going to move right. on. Right. Julius Randle, much right. lesser of a star. All kinds of reports coming out of New York. He's going to worm his way out of New York. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Devin Booker went against that green, and that is hardcore. Well, and people it, do respect it, that. He went, he went against the grain at a time when he played on a train wreck of an organization. The, the depths to which the Suns had sunk, um, it's easy to forget with all the winning that's been going on here mm-hmm. in the last two-plus years. But so there's that, and and I think the the fact that he's always been his feet have always been on the ground here, and he's always been able to just never make it all about him, even though he clearly has very intense individual goals, clearly does. But he doesn't make that the story. That doesn't make that the thing. So yeah. I just yeah, I I think Devin Booker is is getting his rewards now for all of the work he has put in at a time when it was not easy to be the guy on the Phoenix Suns, for which he paid a price. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Look, you're putting up 26 points a game on a team that won 17 games. Many, good yeah. for you. Yeah, that's good a, for you. That's adorable. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Monty Williams, the head coach, also uh, asked yesterday in his media availability 
Why isn't Devin Booker a top MVP candidate on most people's pecking orders? I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. I just, again, I, I shake my head at the criteria. I think what's happened is you can't say that winning is a part of the equation. When you win as when you've won as many games as we have, and then you have a guy playing at the level that he's played at all year long, not be in that conversation every night. I, I don't have a great answer for it. I, I, I scratch my head at, at the way they decide the All Star, all that All Star game, and all that stuff. And, you know, he seems to be the guy that has been consistently left off. But I don't think it bothers Book. I think it drives him more than it bothers him, which probably is the same thing. But from my perspective, I, I don't have a great answer. I, I have no idea the metrics that they look at consistently and if everybody's looking at the same metric. It doesn't seem that way. Yeah, and I think it, 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 Monty hits on an interesting point mm-hmm. there is that Devin Booker successfully during his career has always turned the challenges posed to him uh, from critics, from himself, from the, the team around him. He's answered all of them. Yeah. If he was the front runner for the MVP right now, what what would that do to Devin Booker's drive? I don't think it would change that much, no. but you have to ask the question. That's why I think when this season uh, is is said and done, there should be a goal for Devin Booker. Not only winning the championship, but you really want to have the last laugh in all of this? Win the championship first yeah. time in franchise history, and you're the finals MVP. Yeah, I, I want, again, and you know what my thought on this, even though while I would love for him to win the award, I, I want that to come after I want I want this because the disrespect thing if if the Suns came out now and said we're being disrespected that wouldn't be the case anymore there's a lot of love being shown them there might be some people who doubt them some people do it very disingenuously like Shaq predicting the Lakers are going to beat them oh he he flipped last night oh did he after they gave up 82 in the first half he was he was distraught at halftime was he they don't want it they're done that that was his that was his claim and he was also propping up Devin Booker last night too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, so it it, it is all coming to them. I, I just I fear that. I want I want them to keep that vibe that they've got right now. The hunger vibe. Yeah. It, it is us scary. against the world. Yeah. It's it's like I said. I think whatever earlier yesterday. This is the first time ever. Earlier yesterday, whatever. Uh, I was just working through I, that, I don't too. Pre- <laughs> right. Can we work through Previ- that? Previously on Bickley and Murata Morning. <laughs> it might have been today. That's the reality of it doing a morning show. We the, just don't know anymore. The uh. first time they've ever gone into the playoffs as the absolute favorite to win the championship. Yes. Right? Yes. Even, even the other mm-hmm. years where they've been really, really good, even the other years where they've been the number one seed, mm-hmm. they weren't the favorites to win. I agree with that. The bar is high. The oh, bar just, for expectation oh, is very, it's never as been high like, as yeah. it can go. It's it, it. Oh yes, that's that's well said. Yep. Uh, coming up next, some final thoughts on this Wednesday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings, ninety-eight seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. Ninety-eight seven FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. Not expecting this. No. <laughs> a little struggle finding the song of the day today. <laughs> What's happening on the sports calendar? Someone's playing the Warriors. Oh, okay. Let's go with a there cheesy 80s hit from Scandal. Bang, bang. I love it. Shooting at the walls of heartache. 
Bang, bang. <laughs> Gonna beat the Warriors. Yeah, I like it. This song was huge in the 80s. And they followed it up with, well, nothing. <laughs> right. I still like this song. It's not bad. And uh, John McEnroe married the uh, lead singer of this band. Patty Smith? Smythe? 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 Yeah. yeah. Patty okay. Smythe. Sing it, Sarah. Bang, bang! <laughs> That's all I will sing. Yeah. I will scream bang, bang at you. Yeah, sorry, it has to be Golden State to be the victim of the Suns' 62nd win of the season. Not really. Uh, there you go. There's today's song of the day, Scandal, the Warrior. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. We start off the grid today with a daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia very early in the show during the splash. All right. Brought up the stat that Cattell Marte, who just signed his five-year extension with the Arizona Diamondbacks, since the beginning of the 2019 season, is second in the major leagues in batting average behind only Tim Anderson of the White Sox. Uh, so your Vinnie Joe trivia question today. In that same time span, there has been exactly one player in, ma- in the major leagues who has hit more than 100 home runs from the beginning of 2019 until the end of last season. So the last three seasons. Can you name the only player with more than 100 home runs in the major leagues? This is a tough one. Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Tied for third with oh, 89 home runs. Good guess. Is it a junior? No. Okay. It's a senior. <laughs> a sophomore. You're thinking Fernando Tatis? Or, or Vlad. Um, Fernando Tatis has missed no. a lot of time. Um, he has. I give up. Who is it? Pete Alonzo. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. The I got it. Home run. The Mets got it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hundreds, what was it, 2019? 106 All-Star? home runs. For Pete Alonzo in that stretch. I never would have guessed that. All right, I've got, I've got a trivia question ooh, for you, too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I do. Danny, this is exciting. Somebody asking yeah. me a trivia question. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a great story in The Athletic about Harry Carey during the crazy years. And the and, Cub. And, the Cub. Uh, there was a drinking diary that surfaced from 1972 that revealed Harry Carey spent 288 straight days in a bar. <sighs> Child's play. What's yeah. a drinking diary? I don't know, but but the story is fabulous. Um, but he estimated that he drank X amount of Budweisers in his life. What would be each of your guesses? In his life? Ooh, this is like a tiebreaker for a month. Harry Carey estimated that he drank this many Budweisers in his life. Okay. Should I, should I message you my guess? No. <laughs> you could. Message me your guess. Um, this is like the Wilt Chamberlain I'll, of drinking. I'll, I'll write it down. <laughs> All right, write it down. So let's wait for Vinny to write it down. All right. How many beer? How my, many Budweiser? My guess is in. His, in his life? In his life. And how old did he live to be? I don't know. Oh. I think he was late 70s, wasn't he? Yeah. What's your guess, Jared? I wrote mine down. Uh... Sarah, you go first. I have to do oh, the was math I, Oh, was I You're actually Sarah, doing math? It's just, he was 83 when he died. Yeah. It's just a guess. 100,000. 
250000 The <laughs> winner is... No, that's Vinny's guess. Oh. The winner is Harry himself estimated he drank more than 73,000 Budweiser's. Oh, but, wow. but he also added there were a lot of martinis and a lot of Grand Marnier. Oh, got it. Top got to mix it Did up. Did he ever drink another brand? I don't know. If it's specific a Budweiser. Bud. He's a Cub fan and a Bud man. There, you remember the day he started singing Jody <laughs> Davis on the air? The story points out that people knew he was lit. It was like the third inning of the game, and he was pounding from the first inning. I said, Jody, Jody Davis. <laughs> He's like singing. And it's like, what is this maniac doing? Oh, I wish there was more archive footage of it on YouTube. You will like this story very much. I will. There's stories of from like Bob Euchre mm-hmm. that when like they used to and during spring training when they all used to go out to like dinner or the bars, the rest of the broadcasters what they used to pull pranks on Bob on, on uh, oh, Harry yeah. Carey because yeah. he was always loaded and yeah. There's what a great, time! Great stories told. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, here's a story for you, and it comes down to. Extreme fandom. Country singer Eric Church has canceled an upcoming concert in Texas because he's a huge North Carolina Tar Heels fan (laughs) and he wants to go to the game at the Final Four on Saturday. You're kidding. So he canceled the show show and publicized the reason. fans must be going insane. They are. They are. They're going absolutely nuts. Ooh, that... I don't know. It's literally, it's literally, it's literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. They have never played against each other, let alone in the final four. True. Let alone for Coach K's last game. So, I mean, consider all. Hopefully. If you're scheduling a tour, oh, maybe keep those dates open. If there's a possibility, they that schedule. Could I mean, you schedule a tour though nine months ahead of time. I have yeah. to tell you this story. I don't mean to, to, to uh, make fun of anybody that's an Eric Church fan. Mm-hmm. And I know very little about country music mm-hmm. other than the fact that I don't like about Same. 99% of it. I've never Same. even heard of him Same. until today. Eric really? Church, it was a few years ago, the Thanksgiving game in Dallas. They always have a live musical performance. And I was uh, getting, you know, it was waiting. I was going to my sister's house for Thanksgiving dinner later on, but I had some time to kill some watching the game. And I dozed off on the couch. And I remember being awakened by the worst musical performance I had ever heard in <laughs> my life. And, it, and I was like, who is this guy? And it turns out it was Eric Church. I haven't listened to anything other. Uh, I know live musical performances. There's a lot of difficulty involved in it. Sure. But. Does he call his fan base the choir? Mm, because this yes. quote, quote, this is also the most selfish thing I've ever asked the choir to do to give up your Saturday night plans with us so that I can have this moment with my family and sports community he said in his statement yeah the choir the church choir um I'm wondering how many are going to forgive him. The hyping of this game, by I mean, the way, is going to get obnoxious. Oh, we'll get into it later in the week, but yeah. it, it's already reached him, obnoxious levels. Yeah, you couldn't say he, he was... They totally would have found him on the broadcast or with a photojournalist. That's he true. would have been outed for sure. Or, I don't know, maybe just play the show and set up the DVR. <laughs> <laughs> and pour a hologram. That's going to do it for us. Thanks to Al McCoy and Rob Fredrickson for joining us. We'll catch you tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke up next. Have a great day, everybody.